Welcome to Movies to Watch Before the End of the World. Two film buff friends decide to spend their remaining days creating and watching the ultimate movie bucket list. A podcast filled with film discussions, movie reviews, and a healthy dose of juicy celebrity gossip. Cinephiles unite. We're gonna need each other. Nadim and Mita, podcast hosts, watching every best picture almost done. Now it's time for a good one. Good one, Mita. That's a good one. <laughs> Do you get she it? She was doing the quotes, too, guys. Yeah. She was doing the quotes. <laughs> Hopefully people have seen this movie. <laughs> yeah. You should have. Yeah. If you're a movie goer listening to our podcast, you better have listened to Paris. Go watch, watch it now. Like, right now. Leave. It's on Netflix. It's one of those things that when you watch it, you feel like you know what they're saying, yeah. and you want to like sing it with, them, but you have no idea. You're like, I have no idea what you're saying right now. You're just like Illinois, Chicago. <laughs> as soon as she did it, I was yeah. like, Oh, that's what I that's have what to do. Is. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Well done, Nita. How's it going? It's going. Yeah. yeah. Here we are on a Friday night yes. recording our podcast. Yep. Remember when Friday nights were reserved for? going out no because like i never do yeah i never really did those kind of things but i did maybe like hang out with friends or things yeah but i'm tired but did you not wish that you could just sit here with me and have shamrock shake and absolutely like all the time (laughs) it was it was the only thing i dreamt of there you go i just want to say that i got us mcdonald's before yes where we recorded and i just want to say the shamrock shake is out so if you've been waiting it's here um, and someone at McDonald's once told me it stays until like their stock ends. So oh. my, so if they run out before March 17th, they run out and they're not going to get any more. Oh, so like have it. Exactly. So go get the shamrock shake. Mm. And I'm going to tell you something. I was telling the Dean before this. Yeah. I don't think I've had it in like the last four years since yeah. the pandemic. And it tastes so much better than I remember it. Yeah. Like it's very refreshing. Well, that's very nice. I was I was thinking as I was about to have my first sip, like, oh, it's going to be, like, really artificial. Yeah. And it is, but in the best way possible. Mint is always borderline. Like, either it tastes real or it Mm -hmm. tastes artificial. There's really no, like, in between. No. And when it tastes artificial, it tastes artificial. But I'm so happy with my Shamrock Shake. And no, McDonald's is not sponsored. Yeah. But they should be. They should be. Yeah. I'd go for McDonald's. They love movies. Nita, you have something written down. Usually I'm the one small talking. Oh, I have So something. now you've got something. Nadim. Yes. Something is a brewing. Something in, is a brewing. In the movie business. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was released. I don't know if it's actually confirmed. I should have read that article I before. think it's. <laughs> but I've heard it from multiple sources. Okay. Yeah. Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Scientologist. Uh, is going to be featured in. Oh, I'm going to mess up his name. Can Alejandro Iñárritu. Alejandro Iñárritu. Director of Birdman. <laughs> Next, he's going to be in his next movie. Next movie, since, and his first movie since The Revenant. Yes, and a few weeks ago, I read something saying that Tom Cruise is really pushing to leave his action oh, really? hero yeah. roles, in, and he wants to go back to doing like, like Academy yeah. Award winning films like Magnolia. Magnolia, yeah. yeah. And he's great in Magnolia. And I, I'm all for a Cruise comeback. I actually also heard recently that he's in talks to appear in Quentin's Last. Yes, the film I saw that too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm very excited. For You've it. always been a, a Tom Stan. Enjoy Tom, despite the fact that he's a Saitai. Yeah, and might have I killed Shelley Moskowitz. But I, I mean, I don't think he killed Shelley <laughs> Moskowitz. And to be honest, I think he's just a, like um, a symbol for them. Like I don't know how he's a involved. prophet for them. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like, but I don't know how much he's actually involved. Yeah. Like even I don't think Leah Remini has said like Tom Cruise did this. Yeah, it's just that no, Tom no. Cruise gets adored and like. Yes, he should be able to stand up on his own. But aside from Scientology, I actually think he's a very talented actor. Oh yeah, yeah. I won't. I won't take that away from him. He's he's he has maintained his screen presence. He mm-hmm. still has. He's very charming. Yeah, he still looks very good. Mm-hmm. I I enjoy I, Tom. Yeah, I don't love him <laughs> that way. But I don't, I don't I'm not lo- against no. it. No, Mita loves like, Tom Cruise. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not in love with Tom Mita, Cruise loves Tom Cruise. When Tom Cruise dies, Mita's gonna have a I funeral. Will, I will be sad. <laughs> I will be sad when Tom Cruise dies. Yeah, I don't love him the way I love, like, Brad Pitt. <laughs> like, you know really? I mean? Yeah, I don't love him those Or, days. like... It's a different kind of love. Like, I like had Dakota Brad Pitt's... Johnson? I had Brad Pitt's picture in my locker <laughs> for 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 
10th grade. I feel like right now, if you had a locker, oh my god, right now, if you had a locker, who would be up in there? Oh, wow. Pedro Pascal would be in there. Okay. Oscar Isaac would be in there. Oh, interesting. I choices. like looking at them. Yeah. Um, Brad Pitt would still be in there. Elizabeth Debicki would be in there. <laughs> yeah, there'd be some people. Like, Dakota but Johnson. No, but I never would be had like actresses I admired. It was always like, who is the dude that I want to look at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but now it could be actresses, the blondes you want. The, the blondes you, I admire. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it would be like, Kristen Bell yeah, or Sarah Bell. Michelle Geller would yeah. be in there. Yeah. yeah. But definitely, yeah. Pedro Pascal, Oscar Isaac, Brad for sure. Brad. You know what? Let's, no, actually, no. no I'm gonna reserve. No, I'm going to reserve. What? I was going to say, let's maybe put Glenn Powell in there, but I'm going to reserve oh, it. Oh, no. He doesn't get that. I'm reserving yeah, it. He doesn't get that yeah. just yet. Don't. Let's put Army Hammer in there. No. <laughs> At one point, you would have. I would have, yeah. yeah. I would Around have. the social network when he was a Winklevi. Like, a, yeah, and he was on Gossip Girl. I was yeah. very much yeah, like, yeah. oh, who is this? Glenn Powell just needs to prove himself a little bit more. I Have you heard good things about Hitman? I have heard good things about yeah, Hitman. Yeah, I want to see Hitman. Yeah. yeah. It's also Richard Linklater. They so, have yeah. a very good relationship. Yeah. yeah. And I will say this. I think Glenn Powell is probably more than a, a pretty face and a six-pack. So... Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know well, you are is... all opposed to Glenn. <laughs> I'm not opposed to Glenn. Yeah. I don't love him. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's a good actor yet. There. He's a, just a good-looking white guy. Oh, you know who am I at? Who? Paul Mescal. Oh, yeah. Paul Mescal. Yeah. We'll take that. I learned that it's Mescal and not, not Mescal. Mescal. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that, too. Yes. Oh, and okay. Hot Priest would go in there for oh, sure. And so are you going to watch all... I think I will. Strangers? Yes. Yeah. Because it's available on Disney Plus. All of now. us strangers. All I said them. all of them strangers. <laughs> all of them. All, all them strangers. All them over there. All them strangers. <laughs> um, you should. It's not free. I, I watched it. Yeah. Yeah. I should go watch it. It's free. It's Paul and Andrew. In a movie that you don't know what you're going to watch. Oh, okay. It's like a there's a twist? No. It's just not what you think it's going to be. Okay. I think it was a hard to market film. Mm-hmm. It also, and so I, I wanted something else from it, and yeah. it gave me something else. Okay. And I wish it was the thing I wanted. Oh, okay. More than the thing it gave me. Okay. Philosophically, I think yeah. I understand you. Yes. <laughs> the ideology of what I'm talking about <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, Tom Cruise is back, baby. Well, we're, let's calm down. He's not having a Shah Rukh Khan level comeback. He will come back. I think he, I think he could do it. I think what? the youth the, uh, today don't know what 2004 2005 was for us you know what was 2004 jumping on the couch right that was that was the time all right yeah yeah Yeah. and even you forgot about it so he can like forget about it yeah people can like yeah they've been divorced for a while now like yeah the jumping on the couch was not a good look it was not great and the fact she had to do like a secret divorce was not great and she got out because her dad's a lawyer yeah and like it was very covert. Was, was he really in love with her, you think? No. Or was it like that a was a Scientology like hookup. Oh, like, we need to get him somebody. Yeah. Let's give him this woman. Why? Why? I think she was sus- susceptible as well. So do you think she was like on contract with Scientology? Like, I don't do know if she signed like a contract. Yeah. I think it was more like, this is somebody who is up and coming as well. Like, The Dark Knight is coming out. And like she was an up and coming. She had she was on Dawson's Creek. She but she wasn't she established as a came. film film actress <laughs> yeah, though. Enough, she yeah. was like a television mm-hmm. actress. And they were like, Oh, this is somebody that we could probably put them together. And she was probably like, Sure, I'll meet Tom Cruise. I've had a crush on him since I was a kid. Yeah. Do you think she regrets not doing The Dark Knight? Rises? No, Dark Knight. Oh wait, yes, she did Batman Begins. Yeah. Right. Um And it was her tr- she didn't do it. I don't think I th- I mean, she dies. It's not a it. huge role, but Maggie. It's a huge movie. It's a huge movie, but yeah. it's not like. But, but everyone says think... that Katie Holmes is a better in Dark Knight. Sorry, in Batman Begins, she's a better. Really? Yeah. Every, every like, everyone says that she's the better choice over Maggie Gyllenhaal. Hall. But I remember Maggie because Maggie did it. That's but it the was thing. also the bigger. Yeah, exactly. It was in the bigger movie. Yeah, and Maggie against those two. Like, Maggie and Heath in that scene. Oh, God, that scene. I have a hard time picturing Katie being no, able to Katie do that. No, Katie could have done it. Katie could have held her own. Do I we totally think? think? Do we yeah. think Katie Holmes is talented? She kind of falls into the line of, like, Blake Lively. Like, is she talented? That's a fair question. Yeah. I don't think I don't think Maggie Gyllenhaal does much with it, either. 
And that there's sequence. Not much with Rachel, though. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. There's not much with Rachel. No. And that sequence is Heath Ledger. Yeah. And the camera. Yeah. And she just happens to be standing there. It's true. But, but yeah, but there's not much with that character. Because I think you could really plop in anybody. There, she doesn't do yeah. anything that. The it's only reason memorable. why we are heartbroken about it is because of the story itself. Not, yes, not, not because of Maggie. Her acting yeah, it's not her or anything. Acting. Yeah. So. We will see. We will see. You well, haven't seen. Wait, no, we won't. No, see we won't. <laughs> She's a dead character and a dumb friend. We will never yeah. see. We will never see Katie Holmes do Rachel. Yeah. Have you seen the Batman yet? I haven't seen the Batman because her husband Peter Sarsgaard oh, yeah. is in the Batman. Pete's Petey. Petey and I've always enjoyed Peter Sarsgaard. I will say that of the Gyllenhaals, she's my l- lesser favorite Gyllenhaal. You prefer Jake over Maggie? Much. I more. think Jake has given us more. Yes. Yes. But, but I, I think Jake is more talented too. But I, uh, the lost daughter. Yeah. And she's um, directing, uh, what is it? What's the Shelly? What's her name? The ghost. Is it, what does she write? Oh, that's going to be. Mary Shelley? Mary Shelley's. What is she? Frankenstein? Writing? Yes. She's doing Frankenstein. She is? Yeah. She's like directing. No. But isn't, isn't the, what's his name doing Frankenstein? I mean, there's probably more than one. Let's be real. Nothing is original. The guy who did the the lighthouse. We're looking things up, people. Robert <laughs> Eggers is doing a Frankenstein. Okay, there might be more than one. Why can't I get director in here? Oh no, he's doing Nosferatu. Sorry. Uh, okay, that's yeah. different. That is yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it says Untitled Maggie Gyllenhaal Project, but the description is in 1930 Chicago. Frankenstein asked Dr. Euphronius to help create a companion. Oh, so maybe there's no title just yet. Kristen Bale as Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Jesse Buckley, Annette Bening, Penelope Cruz. Oh, that's great casting. Peter Sarsgaard. Okay, fine. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Fine, I can look into that. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, Mita. Yes. We really went all over the place. Yeah, so so many things to talk about. center it back. Okay. Mita. Yes. What did we watch? Nadim. Mm Mm-hmm. This week, yeah. we watched yeah. the 2019 Best Picture winner, yeah. Parasite. Pair of Sight. No, just Parasite. 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 Oh, right. What was Par- the Korean name for it? I think it literally translates to Parasite. Parasite? Yeah. Okay. Whatever. We should have looked that up. But I think it's... <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think it mattered. Okay. Parasite. Parasite. A foreign film. A foreign film. Our first foreign film. Yes. In 90... What year is? 92 years. 92 years. We've watched 92 movies. 92 movies. That's wild. That's so many movies. So many. So I say too many movies, I'd say. No. No, it's not. We're good. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, this is what IMDb has to say about Parasite. Okay. Greed and class discrimination threaten the newly formed symbiotic relationship between the wealthy Park family and the destitute Kim clan. Yeah. Okay. There you go. That's pretty much it. Yeah. That's Parasite. It is. Mita. Yeah. I remember where I was. Yeah. You know, there were very, we're there. We it's were... like short-term memory. Yeah. I remember hearing so much about Parasite mm-hmm. through the grapevine because it premiered at Cannes, it won, won the Palme d'Or, it was a huge deal. And the trailer itself was like wild. The like amount of praise being heaped on this movie was like out of control. And I was just like, all right. It's kind of interesting. Okay. And then I saw it and I was yeah. just like, all right, I'm here for this. Mm-hmm. And then I told you what? So, <laughs> well, I remember where I was when I first heard okay. about Parasite. I wasn't like in the know yet of what was coming out okay. and what was going on. And we were at Milestones on Iris Road. <laughs> really? Yes. You, I was visiting Ottawa from okay. Toronto. I was living in Toronto at the time. And I was visiting and we went out for lunch. Yeah. And we decided to go to Milestones, even though I wanted to go to Red Lobster. But you said no. Okay. <laughs> so we went. And I was sitting there and we were talking about what we had seen. And I was talking about Little Women and how much I loved Little Women. And then you said, no, you have to go see Parasite. And I said, well, what's it about? And you said, Mita, I'm not going to tell you what it is about. Mm-hmm. You have to go into that completely blind. Mm-hmm. You don't look up anything. Don't look for trailers. Don't, don't do anything. Just go to the theater and watch it. So I went home to Toronto at the time and I went to the theater and I watched Parasite. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so glad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It is definitely one of those, you know, the more 
I do this, and the more movies I watch and the older I get, I realize how bad trailers are. How much they ruin things. How much they ruin things. Like, for instance, this is not the same thing. But I saw a trailer for the new Lindsay Lohan movie, Irish Wish. <laughs> I started Netflix. it and I was like, no, I'm not going to do it to myself. <laughs> but can I just say, it's literally the entire, entire film movie. in two and a half minutes. And I'm just, literally, the like, it's the whole, and I'm just like, why would you cut this like this? <laughs> well, it's also, what it's a Netflix movie. Sure, right? <laughs> but like, it's it really kills the whole the vibe. Whole vibe. Yeah. Like, truly. And I think what, like, the only reason I knew Parasite was something to watch was because of the trailer. Mm-hmm. But that trailer is so skillfully cut that you don't know what you're actually getting into. I you... don't think I've still... I've never seen it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing is, is that the trailer even doesn't really tell you... You could say this is a movie about class, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. just give an overall theme and still not spoil it. Yeah. It doesn't even do that. It just, it cuts together a bunch of sequences, builds tension. Like, it does the things a trailer should. But I think that's so limited. Yeah. It's so hard to come across film marketing that isn't spoiling the movie. How do you do that, though? How do you make something that you can't even market? Market properly, yeah. yeah. And that's... You can't tell people, like, you don't need a trailer. Go see this anyways. Yeah. You need something. But to you, and that's the question, is that, like, you know, not to belabor the Rocky and Ronnie of it all, but that trailer is not great. No, people were not. It, it really just it. seemed very kind of, like, average. At the end of the day, it seemed like it would look pretty, yeah. but it was going to be average. And It didn't seem like there was substance. There was substance, and they kept all the good meat, which yeah. is something a lot of trailers don't do. Mm-hmm. They give away the best parts because they're trying to entice you. Rocky Rani, Parasite. There are examples I can see of like movies that are like, no, just we have to, it's like a, it's an art to carefully construct movie marketing that yeah. doesn't spoil the movie, but entices you. And I don't think we see it enough. It's such a risk though. It is such a risk. Because it, like I will watch trailers and be like, no, I don't need to see this. Yeah. And then years later be like, oh, why didn't I watch this? That's because of the trailer. When I first saw the Megan trailer, I was like, this Looks dumb. Yeah, like, I know. Not... You loved Megan. And I really enjoyed it. I yeah. had a good time with it. You fell asleep. But I, I had a great time. Or for poor things, I didn't mm-hmm. watch the trailer at all. Yeah. And I told you, I was like, I don't want to. I like watching his movies without knowing what anything is about. So I'm yeah. not going to watch the trailer. And I didn't even look up. I had a vague idea of like, it's about a woman. It's about a woman. I'm it's not about a woman. Yeah. It's about a woman. <laughs> and I had a vague idea. And I was, it's my favorite movie of 2023. Yeah. yeah. Like it just. I think, for me, the problem is I have no Mm self-control. And so I really like to see movies early as early as I physically can. Yeah. Because otherwise, I don't. I don't have the self-control. If there's a trailer, I'm going to go watch it. Especially if I'm looking forward to the movie, I'm going to seek it out. So when I saw Dream Scenario, for instance, Mm -hmm. it was such such a fun experience to not have any clue what you were watching. Just other film people being like, go watch it. Mm -hmm. And like... Going on, having that kind of energy and that kind of excitement to be like, I don't know what I'm about to experience. Yeah. That's great. And that is to bring it back. That's what makes Parasite, I think, so great. Yes. It's really such a, it's a, it's a movie that has a lot to say and says it really well, but it's also, it's a movie lover's movie. It's also, while watching it, I, I felt it this time as well, I I'm trying to put the pieces together of, like, what is this movie? Yeah. Is it going to be a horror movie? Like, I was so sure yeah. the first time I saw it, like, this is a horror film. Yeah. Like, something is going to happen. And then it doesn't go that way yeah. at all. No. And then I'm like, okay, it's just, like, like an anxiety-induced thriller. Yeah. And then it goes into this, like, heartwarming yeah. story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, it's just so up and down. And, like, it it, it gets out so much things that I want. That I yeah. love. Yeah. I and can't even say the words. I'm just so happy with it. It's such a fun, surprising film to watch. Yeah. Like, not knowing where it's going and not knowing what, how it's going to happen. I just, I remember being in the theater and 
that sequence where they're all in the living room and they're talking and then the doorbell rings mm-hmm. and you're just like them. You're like, who's at the who's door? At the door? Yeah. Like what's going and And then when you see her face on the camera. When you see her face, you actually don't know who it is. Yeah. And then when she's like, do you want to come downstairs with me? And then she goes and the camera follows. And I remember being like, where are we going? That's when I was like, oh my God, this is a horror movie. Yeah. Like she, she's a monster or something. Barbarian. <laughs> yes. Yes. Barbarian. I was barbarian yeah, before exactly. barbarian existed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's another, an amazing, amazing example yeah. of like a film that it would be, it's probably so difficult to market, but found a way to do it. Yes. And the experience is just so enriching. And I had seen the Barbarian trailer. Yeah. And I saw the trailer and was like, no, I don't. It's it just looks so average. Yeah. And then you saw it and you were like, no, 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 no. no. Go, <laughs> Go see, see this. this. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if Parasite would have been as powerful if you knew what was going to happen going in. I don't think. No. If yeah. I had to, if I explained this to anybody. Yeah. Um, so I'm sorry if you're listening to this and haven't seen it. Yeah. But if I were, like, explaining this movie to you, it's just, it's going to ruin it. You have to go in without knowing a single thing. A single thing. Yeah. And just have faith yeah. that you're going to watch something interesting. Yeah. Because that's the other thing I will say, is that I think movies with twists often become the twist. Yeah. The sixth sense is the end. Mm. And I think, it, and the sixth sense, in all fairness, was like the twist before a twist was a thing. Like, it really kind of, it's in, like, the millennial era, turned that into a thing. So I remember watching The Sixth Sense, not expecting that there was going to be a twist, and then experiencing it. And then after that, every movie like that, you're kind of just like, okay, what's the twist? What's the twist? What's the twist? And that's, that's just it. This, though, doesn't have... It doesn't... It, 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 it is more than the twist. It's not... It, but it's not a twist, though. It's, it's... That's the thing. It's not it's just actually the story. meant to, like, yeah. blow you up. It is the story. It is just the story. It's, it's the well other hidden. aspects yeah. of the movie that make you think that there's something coming, but it's not actually, like, a twist at yeah. all. And it isn't... It isn't, like... Uh, what's the term? An unreliable narrator. No. Right? It's not. It's not like there's things that we are... We know that they're unreliable. We know that they're unreliable, yeah. but there's not things that are purposely held against you. It's just the flow of the story, this is just what we're seeing right now. Yeah. We are not in a position to see the other things that exist. Mm-hmm. And then when we are, then we see them. And so that's a great point. It isn't a twist, but it appears as such a, like, a left turn in of the like movie. like a gotcha. A gotcha of like yeah. a, oh, where are we now? Like, yeah. oh, oh, and then the party scene. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but my the thing is, everything from them being in the basement ends up being a... First, they go into the basement and we meet the husband. And then when the family falls down the stairs, you're like, oh, what the? Oh, there's so many. There's, there's, it's like a. Like, are they going to die in that basement? Exactly. Yeah. There's there's this sense of like, what's going to happen next? You have no clue where this movie is going. And yeah. that is such a powerful like experience. And it lasts. It lasts up until the absolute end. Because we're here Four years, five yeah. years later, and we watched it together. Yeah. Full disclosure. And, like, I was sitting there, and I kept wanting to, like, look back at yeah. you and be like, do you know what's going to happen? Even though I know yeah. what's going to exactly, happen. Yeah. yeah. And what's interesting is, is that the first half, you actually do have a bit of a prediction for where it's going. Yeah. Oh, he's going to get the job, and then they're going to slowly move in. But then And it then it's ha- kind of this, like, Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. The, where the, a crime. Yeah. yeah exactly it's kind of fun, and you're like, like, oh, like, I want them to scam these jaunt, jaunt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't feel guilty about it, and you know where it's going. And then Suddenly, you have no idea what's happening. I, and I just, what kind of Asian horror movie is this? Yeah, that's, what I'm that's right. the other thing is that like what you were trying, and I think it be, it becomes so easy to gush about this film. Mm-hmm. I can't be critical towards it. Like I can't. I tried to watch and be like, what would I change? What no work? Even even as I want to be critical towards it, yeah. there's nothing to be overtly like. I'm not saying it's a perfect film by any means, mm-hmm. but. The ending is a bit far-fetched. And it's a bit long-winded. Yeah. Yeah. But I also love it. Yeah. I, I, that's the thing. It's kind of like, it's it's one of those movies that once you kind of reach a certain point of the movie, the flaws don't matter anymore. No. Because it has accomplished it's so much. much by that point. Yeah. So, I want to talk about Parasite then in terms of Best Picture. Okay. Because that's what we're here to discuss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? It's not just the Parasite show. Yes. How did this win? <laughs> I, okay, let's go over what else was Okay, let's talk about Bring the other up. nominees. Yeah. Because I think it behooves us to discuss 
the fact that this is the first foreign film to ever win Best Picture in 92 years. Does The Last Samurai not count? Nope, no, it's American. Not okay. The Last Samurai, The Last Sorry, Emperor. The Last Emperor. Because it was directed by uh, Bernardo Berticelli, and it was in yes. English, too. Oh, okay. Right? That's fair. This is a Korean okay. film, film in Korean, starring yes. Korean people with a Korean cast and crew. Like, yeah. it has nothing to do with the West. It's the first movie in 92 years. To do it. Too long, if you ask me. What movies would you say in that? I mean, <laughs> this is, how many movies are like? I just think that's real. It's ridiculous that it's the first time. I mean, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, or but I th- I get why it happens though because the Academy itself is so North American centric. Like yeah, and that's fair. Yeah, and yes, like UK films have come in in the talk at yeah, least, yeah, yeah. right? But like they are very much. It is very Western centric. Yeah. It is. It's also it is also very white centric. Mm-hmm. Let, let's call a spade a spade. Yeah. The other nominees that year were Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, mm-hmm. Joker, mm-hmm. Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, and Once Upon Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I remember being so scared that 1917 because 1917 won the PGA and the DGA that year and, and the BAFTA and the BAFTA. And SAG won SAG, which was a big... Who won SAG? SAG? Parasite did. Oh, okay, yeah. I said SAG won SAG. So, yeah, I was like, who's SAG? <laughs> Parasite won SAG that yeah. year, which was big, because yeah. people weren't expecting that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think there was this fear that 1917 was going to upset. Let's take out Parasite for a okay. second. Then what does this competition look like? It's not amazing. The films that are nominated... I do actually really like all of these. Like, I enjoy Ford versus Ferrari. I really enjoyed Little Women at the time. I want to do, do not it. anymore. It's not. I don't have the same love for it as I did in that moment. Oh, why? I don't know. I, I think I, it's sort of just like I haven't watched it in a while. I love Greta. I do love Greta. I should like as much it. as your sister. As I watched much as Millie it. Sumpa. Millie loves Greta. <laughs> no, you love Greta the way you love your sister. Oh. <laughs> That's so weird. Okay. But you do. That's so specific. I know. Um, but true. I, yeah, yes, I do. <laughs> I do love Greta. I do love Little Women. Yeah. I want to rewatch it. But I, I really loved it at that time. I was saying it was probably yeah. one of my favorite movies from 2019. Can you say it again? Yeah. Ford versus Ferrari, mm-hmm. The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. I really enjoyed that, too. I really enjoyed Once Upon a yeah. Time. I know a lot of people don't like it. It's because it's not typical. And that's Quentin what I loved Tarantino, about it. Yeah. I feel like he was really doing something yeah. there. And I like the timeline and yeah. like sort of this like historical fiction that he was yeah. doing. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I wanted to rewatch it, but it's not available on any streamers right now. Is it not? No. Um, okay. Hmm. They're all v- very good. And I enjoyed them all. Yeah. But nothing stands out to me in that list of like Yeah, this- what would be... I mean, 1917, clearly people enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And I think 1917 is a British white person war movie. I did not enjoy it at all. I didn't dislike it. Okay. I thought it's very well made. Yeah. The single shot kind of idea for a full movie is quite it's something. Just, it's But it's like things we've seen before. Yeah, it is things we've seen before. I think, like, if not Parasite, then what would you vote for? I found, I'll go through this, Ford versus Friday, I don't really remember, to be quite honest. Okay. The Irishman is just too long. I still have not watched it yeah. to this day. <laughs> it's too long. Yeah. I find it, it's three and a half hours, that much like, like Killers, but it's just more of the same mob movie. Like, it just feels very been there, done that. Mm-hmm. Jojo Rabbit was nice. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed Jojo I Rabbit. I watched it twice. In theaters? Yeah. Wow. Uh, this was a year where I started my, like, I used to have this habit if I just wanted to avoid going home or, yeah. like taking care of myself really yeah. i went and saw a movie yeah so you saw yeah. a lot of things twice. i saw a lot of things twice yeah georgia rabbit was nice i liked yeah. it and i appreciate the approach of telling a holocaust story as yes. a comedy joker Ger- which i also saw twice yes which i didn't love either time yeah. <laughs> i saw joker out out of the hype of joker okay i remember my wife and i had to like find a time during the day to watch it once when like our kids were in when our daughter was in school at the time mm-hmm. and like it was like us and like two people in the theater and we were both kind of just like okay 
Whatever. It wasn't bad. I think Joaquin is fine in it. And I think there's a definite attempt to do something. But I think what bothered me was this mob mentality, the Gen Z of it all. They're yeah. just like, look at, they're talking about mental illness. And I'm like, no, they're not. Like, this not is well. not, not like, well. Like, yeah. it's not. I think what he's trying to say is interesting and yeah. that he's a disenfranchised person who is like, Mar- he was a marginalized person, and that's how he kind of became who he but was. But let's not make a hero out of somebody uh, who is mentally exactly, ill. who is mentally ill, and let's not turn. And then on the flip side, let's not turn a mentally ill person into a villain either. Yeah. To one of the greatest villains ever created. Like let's not let's not do do that. that. So yeah. I just didn't think Joker was the revolutionary piece. It feels very muddled. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say yeah. that, but I do think Joaquin is excellent in it. Yeah, I'll give him that. He's very good. He's very convincing. <laughs> yes. Still not the best Joker ever. I don't understand the message of that film. Like, and still I, very confused what he's trying to say. Yeah, I think yeah. that's my thing. I don't think he's trying to say, like, we shouldn't... Like, I don't know what he's trying to say. Is he's trying to say we should just be nice to everybody because otherwise we're going to create but monsters. Like, yeah, sure. Okay. But, yeah. but but I think he's also saying, like, look at the systems in place and that's why people do turn or we do villainize people who are mentally ill because there isn't, like, yeah. the structure there. But you don't, you're not driving that pitch home. Pitch home. Especially no. because then you turn your psycho into a hero at the end essentially like there's this there's mixed messaging there's mixed metaphors it becomes a little muddled but good for it yeah like good good for what it accomplished the money it made good for joaquin phoenix who turned in something committed true but i will say now having in the last year watched the king of comedy yeah. This movie is such a ripoff of The King of Comedy. Like, mm-hmm. it's so obvious that that's what Todd wants to do. Yeah, that's his, yeah, that's that's his, his favorite attempt. Scorsese movie, and he yeah. wanted to, like, do the same that's thing. That's what he wanted to do, yeah. Yeah. Then there is Little Women. Yeah. I actually recently rewatched Little Women. I love Little Women. But what you... I don't... Do you? I love, I love it, but I don't love it for Best Picture. Do you know what I mean? I can... I enjoy it for what it is, but yeah. I'm like, is this... The best picture of yeah. the year. And I th- I think what I'm discouraged by right now is, like, the fact that it is just another adaptation of something that we have seen so often. So often. But Even a, if very it's a very well good, done, yeah. well done, well-intentioned, yeah. well-done adaptation. Yeah. yeah. And you can tell her love for the book. Yeah. Like, the characters yes. in the book. Like, there's clear affection where it's coming from. And she brought it to today. Yeah, yes. she still made it relatable. It's very well acted, especially by Sersha and Florence Timmy. Pugh. Uh, Timmy makes a decent Logan. Lori. Lori, sorry. I don't know why. I was thinking Gilmore Girls for a yeah. second. Marriage yeah. Story? I mean, I guess Marriage Story is good, but like, I'm not like, yes, Marriage Story. Really? I really like Revolutionary. Story. Not revolutionary. I wouldn't say many, any really... Aside from Parasite. Everything is being compared to Parasite in my mind. Yeah, right that's, the, that's thing. the thing. But I do like Marriage Story. Yes. I like that one fight scene. The the fight scene? Yeah. The court scene <laughs> is also really great. That's true, too. And how, like, in a divorce, the little things of your life become big things. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. 1970, we talked about Once Upon a Time, too. It's a, it's a very interesting list. We really haven't gone through a list like this and be like, talk about every single film. Yeah. yeah. I do, yes, I, to go back to Ford versus Ferrari, yeah. it is very memorable for me. Yeah. I remember it, but it feel, it feels a bit, a little bit, a little bit, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, not jokey, but like, just like a little bit juvenile. It's the happy to be here on this list. Yeah. Yeah. Christian is great in it. Yeah. Christian's great in most things. And everything he does. We you, love Christian. If you were to pick five, which one, what would they be? Okay. Parasite. Yeah. Once Upon a Time. Yeah. Little Woman. Yeah. Jojo Rabbit. Okay. I really did not love 1917, but I feel like it needs to be on that list because it does really fit the bill. But that's not the question. But it wouldn't be on my top five. Okay. Do I have a top five then? I mean, Am I forgetting? you have to rank something. No, last week I didn't. <laughs> I didn't ask you for... Yeah, but <laughs> if you have to pick five, now pick five. Okay, what did I say? I said, Parasite... Little Woman, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Jojo Rabbit, and if I'm looking at that list, then it would have been Marriage Story. Okay. Yeah. I really, I, like, 1917, I literally was checking my phone every, like, 10 minutes. Mm. How much longer is this? How much longer is this? I could not get into it whatsoever. Did you see it in theater? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think I would watch it again. You really, like, you'd have to pay me to watch it again. (laughs) Do you have money? 
I'm, I'm, not, I'm not asking you to watch it again. Okay, good. So I'm okay. <laughs> Nobody make me watch 1917, please. That's interesting because after Parasite, yeah. I would put 1917. Okay. I would put <laughs> Marriage Story. Yeah. And then after, and, and Once Upon a Time and in Spot 5. Yeah. You wouldn't put Little Women? It's between Little Women and Jojo Rabbit. I like Little Women. I do stumble on the fact that, like, did we need this remake? Like, did we need this adaption of this story? That is, if it isn't for... And this is a tough one, because if it isn't for the fact that it's directed so well and acted so well, do we need it? Like, those those aspects of it, and even the adaption of it is very nice, Mm -hmm. but... There's also some really like hokey cheesy parts about Little Women, but that's just and that's just Little Women little exactly women, yeah. exactly that's what I mean is that like I'm not even holding it against Greta because I think that's just the source material yeah and like the homeliness and the Christmas like oh we're all together that's now. the book it's just like yes. I get it and the thing is is that I understand it's the book I I don't think it's Greta but it's still something that I'm just like oh come on I will say though when I first saw it in the theater I remember leaving that and being like young girls today need to watch this mm. like this is pre-pandemic and like social media was slowly on the rise tiktok yeah. was like kind of coming up yeah. coming up and like just based off what i saw of teenage girls at the mall every day because i worked in a mall yeah, yeah like i was just like oh my gosh they need to watch something like this yeah. to get some sort of substance because they obviously are not reading the books yeah so like i was i was thankful for it i was like yes i think this is something that like the young women of today actually need to see yeah and I thought that was important at the time. Okay. Yeah. Do you still think it's important? Uh, I I do. I think if I watched it today, I would still say the same thing. Yeah. yeah. I think social media really brings out the worst in people. Yeah. And so what I'm seeing constantly every day is like teenage girls at Sephora and like making dance videos and stuff, which is fine. Like have your fun. But I also really need you to read a book. Yeah. I really need you to watch a movie and to like understand what it was like film yeah yeah to watch a film not just a movie movie. and i think things like barbie does do some of that yeah she still is is doing something like greta is making movies for the women of today or for the girls to become women of tomorrow and i appreciate that out of her but i i think little woman is i don't know if i'm gonna compare and contrast barbie little woman that's a good question who knew we would get here yeah exactly uh, That's actually a really good question. I think Barbie does a better job of appealing to the girls today. I think Barbie is a bigger swing. Yeah. And I think that's why... I didn't love Barbie either, but I think at least Barbie is like, that's a swing. Yeah. And like, does she hit it out of the park? I don't think so. But again, it's a bigger swing. Little Women is quite safe. Yeah. In every conceivable way. But it's also a very safe story. Like, what are you going to do with Little Women? But that's what I'm saying. What yeah. are you going to do? Sure, you're not going to do anything. But, like, did then did we need that adaption? Like, did we need Lady Bird? There's urgency. That's a story to be told. Barbie is a story to be told. Yeah. Is Little Women, aside from Florence Pugh's speech and Saoirse Ronan's speech, mm-hmm. aside from those two things... Is there really any urgency in that material? It's very specific. Yeah. And like, I'm watching Little Woman, like, as a kid, I really did relate to Amy of being like the younger sister. And I'm sure my sister related to being like Joe Joe. or one of the other ones. I don't know. And so, like, it was important in that way. But it's very specific to like girls who are sisters or like, and it's, Hard to tell a story that should only be set in that specific timeline. It's not like she could do a modern day telling of Little Women of like. But why not? I think that that that's where it would get even cheesier yeah. if you're doing the 2024 like it's four sisters that like <laughs> their dad is like I don't know yeah. on vac- on work trips yeah, all yeah. the time yeah. and their mom is like a nurse in the ER. Like think about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's that's, terrible. I mean, that means that it's running itself. <laughs> no. Wait, where is their dad, though? Like, how are we sending him? He's on work trips? He's on work trips. I don't like that. Yeah, why not? He's supposed to be gone for, like, substantial Maybe he works in the Middle East. Okay, he's a doctor without borders. He's a doctor without borders, and their mom is a nurse in the ER. And then this, like, hot, rich guy moves in across the street. 
Now they live in like Calabasas and they they have No, it has to be somewhere where there's like a clear disparity between the poor and the rich. But they're they're not LA is exactly that. <laughs> no, but like you don't you wouldn't I Or like New York. Really, just a major yeah, American city. But then that's like, anyways, oh, that, anyways, we're not here to discuss Little Women, and we have spent a lot of time for some reason. You asked the question. <laughs> really dived into that. The question I think I want to ask yeah. is why did it take this long for a foreign picture to win Best Picture? Did it did it have to be something as undeniable as Parasite? I don't think it actually needed to be something as undeniable, but I think that's just kind of the world that we live in. Is it? Roma walked so Parasite could run. Like, the the fact that Roma was considered in top two. Yeah. And find it And it was win, so close. And it was so close, and it won Best Director. Mm-hmm. Is that a part of the reason, maybe, why Parasite was a little bit more palatable? And is there a world where Parasite didn't win? I don't want to live in that world. Right? Yeah. Because I'm... But I remember this Academy Awards was so joyous to watch. Because you knew it was coming. You knew it was coming, but also you could tell the audience... Wanted it. Wanted it. Yeah. The audience at the theater, you could tell they were into it. They were excited for that movie to win. There was genuine, like, joy at the fact that this was happening. Yeah. I remember there was joy at the fact that this was happening, like, in the film world. People Mm -hmm. were excited that, like... Something like Parasite that was so... F- it was fun and entertaining, but it had shit to say, say about the class disparity. And it's well made. And it's well made. It's yeah. not just... It's not hollow f- entertainment. Yeah. It is a biting satire. It's a commentary on our, our current society mm-hmm. that came at a very interesting time. It's like, kind of the start of this, like, eat the rich movie movement yeah, that we then saw to follow. Exactly. Without kind of biting that like being too on the nose about it because what bong does so uh, like carefully is not make the poor people the instant heroes Mm -hmm. they've done bad and he's like but you have like done shitty things Things too too. like Like, you're not perfect either just because you are unfortunate yeah doesn't make Mm -hmm. you like he's he's balancing some really interesting things he's showing you that people are human that people are human (laughs) Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah, I think it's great that this won. Yes. But I think it is kind of sad that it took this long to get here. It's definitely sad, yeah. but it, at least it happened. Yeah. Which, like, I get it. It took way too long way for too it to long. happen, yeah. but it, it did. And then you do see things in the future. Like, I, I mean, obviously, everything everywhere all at once is North American. North American. But, but it's, it's still a Asian, Asian yeah. cast. Yeah. Like, it's exciting to see that at least be accepted. Yeah. Yes. We're getting closer and closer to it. And you know, Emma Stone and Poor Things, one of the finest Asian actresses <laughs> of our time. Of our time. Yeah, exactly. I did. I was thinking about something yeah. while watching this. It does have this. Me- well, it's not a mentality. It's the point of the movie is yeah. that you know the rich suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not that the rich suck, I actually don't think. Just that there's a disparity between... There's a big disparity between rich and poor. Yes. Yeah. And, I mean, they are poor in this, but also, like, just middle class, and they are obviously... These rich people are yeah. rich, rich people. There's another movie that came out in 2019 mm-hmm. that also touches on that okay. a little bit. Knives Out. Oh, Mita's... Yeah. <laughs> actual one of Mita's favorite films. Saw Knives Out four or five times in theater. Fair enough. <laughs> yes. Not shocking. I'm wondering... Would not, if Parasite didn't exist, like, let's say it just, like, wasn't even made, it never happened. Yeah. Do we think Knives Out would have been somewhere in Oscar conversation? I, uh, Knives Out was an Oscar conversation. Yeah. It was a little bit more, like, on the down, but um, it did get a screenplay nomination yes. at the time. I don't think Parasite was the reason it didn't get a bigger... It wasn't a bigger part of the conversation. I mean, though, like, if there was a space open, do you think it could fit in there? Yeah. I think if yeah. there was a possibility, but it would be at the bottom of the list. Mm. Or like the second half of the list. Yeah. Bottom is too specific, but I don't think... I think if you took Parasite out and there was a spot open, I think Knives Up could sneak in, but it would Because I, it would, I would take out Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. And I would probably put in Knives Up. Yeah. Yeah. In this current list? Yeah. yeah probably. Mm-hmm. I would do the same. And then it would be easy to pick five. Yeah. It really would. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Yes. But, um, yeah, I think there was definitely the... I, I think the other thing is that, that Knives Out is ultimately like a caper. 
Mm-hmm. And the and so that's really hard to push with yeah. the academy. And I think that the and I think Knives Out is less about class and more about immigration. Yeah, yeah, it's more about xenophobia mm-hmm. than it is about the class differential in America. I am surprised that India hasn't remade Parasite because, like, oh my gosh, because Parasite. Is like this is that makes this total is sense. Total sense yeah. in India. Everything about this film could just be transported. Could work. Why? But I think people love it for what it is. If they don't want to touch it, I think that's what it is. Yeah. I think it's it's yeah. It's a movie that has it's kind of untouchable. Because for that. if I was to think like if I if I was an Indian filmmaker yeah. and I was like oh I want to do that but with India I'm like what do I even change though to make it more Indian? I said that with air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I don't want to change anything about it. It's such good storytelling. Yeah. And I think Parasite is an example of a film that I actually tell a lot of people who don't watch foreign films mm-hmm. that like, oh, just watch Parasite. And they're like, oh, the subtitles. And I'm like, no, man, just. You'll get through it. You'll get through it. You'll be yeah. fine. Just do it. I also saw this in black and white. Oh, yeah. yeah. How is that? I preferred it in color. Yeah. But course. that's also me. I really... Generally speaking. I liked yeah. to see things in color. Yeah. It was. It felt like a different movie in a lot of ways. In black and white? Yeah. Mm. It felt darker. Oh. Yes. Okay. Because there is... It is very light in terms... Of, like, there's a lot of humor in what's actually happening. happening yeah. Even though it is, like, very scary and, like, there's somebody yeah. living in your basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's kind of creepy. Um, in black and white, it felt extremely creepy because mm-hmm. <laughs> you it, it lacks the sort of like levity that color can bring. Literal light. Yes, yeah, it like, lacks yeah. the light. Yes, um, and so I preferred it in the color because I think that that juxtaposition works better. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. Do you have any sequel prequel ideas? Oh my gosh, no. Yeah, I well, I, so do you think the ending actually happened or do you think that's him like imagining it as he's writing his letter? I think that's him imagining it because I think that is to tie back to, I think people who don't have money often dream about having money, money and like the extreme form of what you would do with that. And I also think it goes back to the fact that he had like a brain injury. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so I think that's just yeah. his brain injury. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's, I don't. But think I it wish ever it happened. was true that I he think just walks up the stairs. He doesn't. I think his father just dies there. Do, oh, so you think, that, you know that the dad is down there. Did he imagine the lights going up? Oh, no, the dad is down there. Okay. I think the dad is I do too. Down. I just yeah, wanted yeah. to make sure you did. No, no, no. The dad is actually down there. I didn't think that was like a hallucination. I've heard some people think that, like, he had suffered this brain injury, yeah. and so then he went up to the mountain, and he thinks he saw. Oh, yeah. No, I think the dad is down there. I do too. Yeah, and I think he just. How do you? I was about to cry when I was thinking yeah. of it. Like, if he dies down there, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I'm gonna go into my reading because okay. <laughs> Mita's about to cry. So let's yeah. give him. <laughs> I think Parasite is one of those movies that there's just there's not much bad to say about it. Yeah. You just really like gush about it and gush about how great it is and gush about how it's a important film, but it's a fun film. And that is so hard and so rare. You can't name films, many films that are important contextually and about what they're about. The class differential, forget in Korea. I'm sure it's a thing in North America. This applies. Yeah. This is something that. I literally, one of my mom's cousins on Instagram just posted this tweet about someone saying that the IRS reported that tax evasion from millionaires and billionaires is like 15 billion. And then there was a tweet about how a homeless black man was sentenced to 15 years in prison for stealing a box of cereal. And it's so the, the notion about the rich being and staying rich and the poor being essentially pushed down constantly is underground un- literally underground and i think it's, it's so prevalent and so important and yeah. so constant that this is applicable anywhere it's applicable anywhere in the world and it's important to know that like i think it's important for people to know that it's you're not the only one because i think unless you're in that top echelon yeah everyone is struggling to some degree Mm -hmm. and i think that's it's very telling and so 
it's so interesting that Bong was able to create a film that was about something so important, something that we actually see in next year's Best Picture Picture winner as well, Mm -hmm. but also create a movie that is a ride. Yeah. It's a fun film to watch. It's a caper. There's a... There's a bit of like a fun crime Ocean's Eleven story. There's a weird kind of horror mix. There's some crazy violence. There's like, there are things that make a movie entertaining. And then there's things that just make you flat out think. Mm-hmm. And that, that mix is so hard to do. And he does it honestly, completely flawlessly. It's so impressive. And I think the questions of does it deserve best picture? Would you have voted for it? Yes. Across the board, I was, I was legitimately happy when this one. I was so honestly, like, I was overjoyed when it happened because it felt so right. You cried. I didn't cry, but I was really genuinely happy that it happened, especially because it felt like the first time in a long time with the Academy that they did the right thing. Yeah. Because Moonlight, unfortunately, was muddied and this felt like finally the best picture of the year was represented from across the world, not just from North America. Yeah. And that felt really nice because this is also, for the record, this is the year Gully Boy also came out mm. in India. Gully Boy is one of my personal favorites and an important film for me and one that I like, but this is still like, this is the most deserving picture to be in this. So it it's so... It's so great that this has a spot in history and it has a spot in the Academy and the Academy did the right thing. And fine, maybe they were just succumbing to what was the big popular thing at the time. But it's nice that the popular suggestion was this Korean film yeah, for the world. Yeah. And I think that's great. I honestly don't even want to say anything bad about it. Because it's irrelevant. Yeah. It's just such a good, fun movie. I encourage my family to watch it. I encourage like anybody. I'm like, have you seen? People are like, and honestly, when people ask me, people who don't watch a lot of movies, and they're like, so like, give me a movie I should watch. I'm like, honestly, the first thing out of my mouth is, have you seen Parasite? Mm-hmm. Consistently. That should say something. Yeah. So it's getting four and a half stars from me. How about that? Because it's almost a five star, but five stars take a little time to develop. Okay. Personally for me. There you go. But four and a half. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Parasite. Parasite. What can I say yeah. about Parasite? When I look at that list, though, it it makes the most sense. <laughs> like, there's no way any of those other ones come close. But it's also an impressive list. It is. It's that's a, the that's other a really thing. good year yeah, for it's film. It's a good year, yeah. Yeah, it's a good year for film. An impressive list on its own. Yeah. But when I look at that in comparison to those other nine films, yeah. it does, there is no comparison. Yeah. This movie is masterful in everything that it tries to do. Yeah. And like, there's so much balance between all these different genres yeah. happening. The story itself is going all over the place, which in theory should be very messy, but it, it's, not. it's not. It's so clean. Mm-hmm. It's very, like, precise. You understand the message, too, and it's not being spoon... Like, it, it's spoon-fed, but, like, in the nicest way. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, oh, here you go. Yeah. Have this. Yeah. It's not, like, being shoved down your throat. And I can't imagine somebody watching this and not understanding what's trying to be said here. Yeah. And, and to do that for a foreign film that's mm-hmm. in a different language that I think a lot of people... It's hard for them to jump over that hurdle, but it should be. Like, you can watch this, and you can look at the subtitles, and you can sit and have a good time. I was very, like, nervous about it before when you told me to watch it for the first time because I didn't watch a lot of foreign films outside of Indian cinema. And with Indian cinema, I can roughly understand what they're saying. I look every once in a while the subtitles to make sure I understand it correctly. With this, I was, like, a little scared of, like, am I going to actually understand... Any of this, am I going to be frustrated? And I, I, I don't know Korean, so I don't know. But I'm like, the translations and all of this yeah. work. Like, they did an excellent yeah, job yeah. with that in itself, too. At no point, I'm just like, wait, what? What yeah. are they trying to say? Yeah. And it's not some sort of like, I, often with some Asian films, you'll have that like mismatch of like, yeah. yeah. And it, it's not that at all. Everything is just immaculate. It flows, yeah. yeah, it flows. And it's, it's just, it's such a enjoyable ride like i laugh i cry at some points i get scared i get all of the emotions and 
again, it just being able to see it win Best Picture was just yeah. so nice in itself. And like, I, I did cry. With him. <laughs> <laughs> I had a little tear when he was yeah. doing his, his speech and he had his interpreter. That oh, he I loved his interpreter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's having a good time. The interpreter throughout the entire yeah. award season, just like showing up yeah. and, it's a very like I'm not Korean, but I was so proud. Yeah. In that moment, yeah. and I and, th- and think to your point, like everybody was proud. Yeah. Of like, oh my gosh, like we actually made we did the, the right best thing. choice yeah. possible. This is the best picture of yeah. the year, and I don't think people could argue that. No. And so I landed on five stars with Parasite. Yeah. I really love it, and yeah. I watched it with you, and then I was like invigorated to watch something else. So. That's the thing. Yeah. Good movies beget good movies. They yeah. make you want to watch other good movies. And that's exactly what Parasite is. You stop it and you're like, what else can I watch? Yeah. Like, what else is this good? Mm-hmm. So that's Parasite. Yeah, yeah. We are three films <laughs> away. Well, yeah. three and then. Three and then whatever. And then Oppenheim. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> oh, yeah. What if there's like a... What if there's an upset? Yeah. yeah. And then we'll talk about it. But we're almost done, which is wild. This has been a two-year-long... We finally got here. Yeah. This is, yeah. <laughs> this was the one that we, that we were started, like, yeah. yeah, I'm excited to watch Parasite. Yeah. yeah. And we watched it. I'll watch it again. Yeah. If, Millie, if you want to watch it, I'll watch it with you. <laughs> has, has she seen it? No. No? I don't. Oh my God. Like, I, I don't know foreign films are her thing. <laughs> we shouldn't be talking about her. <laughs> you can talk about your sister. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Mita. Yes. Last week, mm-hmm. you had me connect I, Tanya. Yeah. To the wife. Yeah. And I used the 101 Dalmatians oh my universe to do it. <laughs> this week, yeah. I would like you to connect mm-hmm. the wife yeah. to your actual best picture <laughs> of 2019. Yeah. Joker. Oh, I thought you were going to say Knives Out. <laughs> I didn't. Okay. And your timer mm-hmm. starts now. Okay. Joker has De Niro, Joaquin, Zazibitz. Zazibitz. How can I get Glenn close to Ryan Reynolds? Okay. Glenn Close is in The Wife. She is. Yes. (laughs) She's also in The Guardian of the Galaxies. Is she? Yes. Okay. Um, the second one, I believe, which is a Marvel Cinematic Universe film <laughs> that stars Chris Pratt, who's also in Thor Ragnarok, which has Mark Ruffalo, who is in um, The Atom Project with Ryan Reynolds, yeah. who is in Deadpool. What am I connecting it to? I don't... Joker. Joker, yeah. Oh, with Ryan Reynolds, who has Deadpool 2 with Zazie Beetz. Zazie Beetz is in Joker. Okay. Okay, I did sure. it. Sure. <laughs> 58 seconds. Yeah. There is a much quicker way to okay, do well, that. Okay, well, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> Using Marvel. <laughs> you used the 101 <laughs> Dalmatians universe. <laughs> I can use the Marvel Cinematic fine, Universe. Fine. Yeah. Glenn Close was in a movie called Hillbilly Elegy. Or oh, no. With Amy Adams. Yeah. Who was in The Master with Joaquin Phoenix. Okay. okay. I'm trying to forget Hillbilly Elegy. You oh. haven't seen Hillbilly Elegy. I haven't because I hear it's terrible. Yeah. You don't need to watch it. Yeah. Was that this year too? It was next year. It was next year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> next year when yes. we watch... What meet the... Next next year. Next week yeah. we are talking about the 2020. Oh, what a year. What a year. Best picture winner. Nomadland. Nomadland. The year no. of the pandy. Nomad. Not no man. Yeah. Nomadland. So this actually should clarify. This is technically the 2020 Oscars, but these were in 2021. It's always like the movie from that year, year is what yeah. we're referring to, even though the ceremony is the following year. Yeah, I, I mean, we've been doing this. We've for been doing this for like yeah, 92 episodes, but that's, <laughs> it makes the most sense here because yeah. you remember there's like pre-pandy and post-pandy. Yeah, Mario. Now we're getting into post-pandy. Now we're in the pandy because the these Oscars were. Like a week or two weeks before before the pandemic really just like yeah. went into overdrive because of March 10th and these were at the end of February. Yeah. Unfortunately, it did nothing for Asian hate. Like you would no, think yeah, you that may be something. No, but do no. you remember though that like when this won, there were so many people who were like up in arms about it because no, like, you don't people were up in arms. Yeah. Including Trump. Oh. Who made a comment about how, like, well, the Academy Awards are American. It should be an American film. I blocked that all out. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's people, the racism really comes out, like, full force. Mm. 
People are great. Yeah. Yeah. On that note. On that note, <laughs> Yes. Parting words. Okay. They are nice because they are rich. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. Thank you so much for listening, friends. Please like, subscribe, share, and... Rate and review. And we will see you next week for... Nomadland. Yes. A movie about... Nomads. And land. land. Yeah. Have a lovely week, folks. (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Movies to Watch Before the End of the World, sponsored by no one. You can send us an email at moviestowatchpod at gmail.com, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at moviestowatchpod, and check out our letterbox at movies, the number two, watch pod. As always, keep your pants on and don't forget to smell the Kevin Bacon.